0: I'm Jennifer Della Quadri, and this is the Raising Happy Teens podcast, where you learn how to successfully guide your teenager into adulthood without losing your sanity in the process. Let's do this. Hey, before we dive into the podcast, I just want to share that at the beginning of this podcast, I say that there are nine ways that I'm going to be talking about to help your teen build self-esteem. It's actually five ways, but full transparency, got a lot on my plate right now in my personal life, my family life. There's a lot happening, but I still wanted to show up for you because this is really valuable stuff. So bear with me, my friends. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to be diving into how to help your teen build self-esteem. I talk about a lot of the challenges that teenagers face, a lot of the struggles that they have, and oftentimes my answer or the solution to whatever challenge comes up is to build their confidence or build their self-esteem. And I've talked a little bit in here about how to do that, but not a whole lot. So you may be wondering, well, yeah, sure, that sounds all well and great, but I really don't know how to do that. And that's what this episode is going to be all about. I'm going to be sharing nine ways to help your teen build self-esteem. And before I get into that, I use the terms confidence and self-esteem interchangeably. Sometimes they are similar, but they're not exactly the same thing. So I want to explain to you the difference between the two. Confidence is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. Self-esteem is confidence in one's own worth or abilities, or also known as self-respect. And the simple difference between the two is that confidence has a lot to do with how we feel about our abilities, and self-esteem is how we feel about ourselves. Self-esteem goes a lot deeper, and the two are not mutually exclusive. So basically, you can have one or the other, and you can have both, and you can also have neither. So for the purposes of today's podcast, I'm going to be referring to self-esteem. And it's so important because when your teen has a good level of self-esteem, they feel good about who they are as a person. So even if they're not feeling confident in their ability, they still believe in who they are as a person. And it will make your teen, when they have high self-esteem, it will make them more resilient and generally just happier in their life. They'll feel more in control of their outcome. And they'll also be more likely to make healthier choices and form better peer relationships. And fortunately, a person's self-esteem can grow over time. And one way is through familial relationships and support. And that's where you come in. So here are nine ways you as a parent can help your teenager build self-esteem. Number one is to acknowledge your teenager's good choices. It can be so easy just to focus on the areas where your teen needs work whether they need to clean their room or be more responsible stay more organized stay on top of schoolwork and just overlook the good things that your teen is already doing because when your teen knows you believe in them and and that you recognize the good things they're doing they'll be more likely to notice those same things in themselves so just be sure to point it out—not only the behaviors behaviors you see, but also the acts aspects that you see of their character. Things like empathy. Are they really cooperative? Are they good leaders? Do they are they taking do they have courage? Do they take chances? And they'll also be more likely to see the world in a positive light. So, one bit of advice I always give parents is to set a goal to point out at least one great thing your teen is doing every day. And it really sounds so simple, but it can be so easy to forget when you're just so busy with life. So if you're somebody who is already doing that thumbs up, you can check this box. But if you notice, and of course notice without judgment, but if you notice that every time you see your teen, you're you're reminding them of something or you're pointing out something they need to do or that they didn't do, it's just a habit change. It's just a mindset shift. What do I see that they're doing well? Make sure that you point those things out at least one time a day. And then you're on the path to helping them feel better about themselves. Number two, and this is along those same lines, but number two is to believe in your teen's competency. And that means letting your teen do it their way and avoid this temptation to jump in and just do things for them. And I know I am 100% guilty of this. So take cleaning, for example. It's highly unlikely that your teen is going to clean things the way you would. And this is where I fall into this tendency. I like it done a certain way. So I don't even ask my teens to help clean sometimes. (laughs) And I just do it myself. And it puts the burden on me all of the time. So instead of doing this, teach them and let them learn by doing. And when you're always doing it for them, they're internalizing that they're not competent and some of the things can be difficult to do and that's when you really need to trust their judgment let them build that competence avoid taking over and just saying let me do this for you Uh, it'll be easier that way it may be easier in the short term but it's not going to be easier in the long run and the more they work through these challenges of course cleaning is just a very simple simple example it's not you know, a a life altering thing, but it's one of many, many things that you may take over for your teen and just say it's easier that way. But if you do it in one area, it's likely you're doing it in other areas as well. So letting them be responsible for what they, what their environment looks like, letting them be responsible for their assignments, believing in their competency, and then knowing that there's going to be challenges along the way. But that's where their self-esteem is really going to grow by facing these challenges, working their way through them, and then learning that they're able to do it. So let them fail. And that teaches them competency. But it comes from your internal knowing, hey, I know my team can handle this. And by you believing in them, they'll start to believe in themselves. Number three, and I kind of already said this, but... Is to allow your teen to make mistakes and as parents you know we we want to shelter our kids from these tough experiences so often right setbacks and disappointments they just don't feel good and we don't want our teen to not feel good our kids not feel good but when we do that we rob them of the experience of overcoming a challenge and confidence is built one challenge at a time so teach your teen to lean into those challenges and also learn that failure is part of success success, ultimate success and show them this through your own actions be open about your failures and your disappointments be real about the ups and downs because it's more important for you as a parent to be a soft place for them to land not the person who rescues them every step of the way let them learn how to rescue themselves And you can do this by modeling it yourself. Let be real and honest about life's challenges. So if you're someone who's gotten really successful in some area of your life, your team may be looking at it and say, well, gosh, like, I guess they just became this way or just happened this way. But like I said, success is built on a mountain of failure. So share that with them. Let them know that that's part of the process of figuring things out. All right then, number four, teach your teen how to be assertive. This is so big. (laughs) This is all how they stand up for themselves, right? I teach my clients, I teach them the four communication styles. So there's passive, passive aggressive, aggressive, and assertive. Assertive is basically communicating your thoughts and feelings honestly, but also remaining respectful to the other person. So just by knowing how to communicate their thoughts in a respectful way, they're gonna be less likely to people please and to be walked all over by others. And they'll know how to stand up for themselves. So again, it can start with you modeling, assertive communication. Learn how to assertively communicate with them In certain situations, but also with other people, teach them how to share what it is that they're needing in a way that's respectful and kind, but also setting a boundary so that they feel more confident when they're sharing things and when they are explaining things and saying what they're okay with and what they're not okay with. So often the teens I work with are so used to just pleasing everyone around them. They feel beat down. They they don't have any energy and it's because they're not able to assertively stand up for what they need. And that's a skill that will serve them their entire life. And number five, I know I said nine. I don't know why I said nine things, but (laughs) there are actually five things I'm sharing today. Hello, it's Monday. This is the best one. I think that it could encompass all the rest of the nine that I apparently made up in my mind. But number five is to spend time with your team. Because when you make a conscious effort to spend quality time with them, it's not only good for your relationship, but it's also communicating to them that they are important to you. And it makes them feel valued and it makes them feel loved. So talk to them about the things that they're interested in. Even if you have zero interest in whatever it is, listen, ask questions, appreciate the things that make your teen who they are. Even if your teen is into something that you dislike, it's something that matters to them. And by just showing that you care enough to listen to them talk about it, it shows that what matters to them matters to you. And that will help them build up their self-worth. That what I think is important is important to other people too. People care about me. I want to be who I am and be interested in the things that I'm interested in. And someone loves me no matter what. And that is all about spending quality time with your team, right? Do fun things, fun things that aren't, there's no pressure involved, right? Things that it's not being forced upon anyone. And it's just kind of easy and relaxed and Remember, quality doesn't have to be quantity. It's not like you need to set aside an entire weekend and take a, a long trip to really connect with your team. It's just the little moments between life where you really start to get to know them and you really show them that you care, even if it's just five minutes in the car. That's what quality time is all about. And know that self-esteem, self-worth, like I said before, this is so important to remember. It's something that can be built over time. So even if your teen has low self-esteem or struggles with confidence, it doesn't have to be a lifelong sentence. And know that I can help your teen if they have low self-esteem. Click the link in my show notes, set up a complimentary consultation. And on this call, I'll have you share with me a little bit about your teen and I'll share my thoughts and explain what it's like to work together. And I can answer any questions you might have. And coaching really is a short-term experience that can have a profound impact on your teenager's future and your relationship with them. And for your teen, it could be the difference between being pulled along as a victim in life and taking full ownership of who they are. So don't delay. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time. If you liked this episode, I want to invite you to follow me on Instagram at jennifer.delaquadri, where you'll find more tips, inspiration, and connection to help you navigate this unique and sometimes challenging season of parenthood. I'll see you there.